We're going to Bez Hashem. Relatively soon, we're going to finish the Sefer. It's a long winter's man, Hashem. There's time to learn, there's time to chazer, and there's always time to even put into practice what we're learning. So, the whole practice of this Limud, I know there are Chavah that come that they're not able to be here, obviously, during the Pesach Zman with the Shirva on Shabbos, and I hope that that you're able to keep up by listening to the tapes. We started Parag Yud Aleph, but I, uh, I'm going to do now a Chazorah for five minutes Parag Yud Aleph, so this is going to be last year and this year to put together, so this way we'll hopefully be up to where we need to go, and to continue, we're actually, we're, we're holding my page Reish. So we started Parag Yud Aleph. And, uh, and I'm going to just chazer Yud Aleph. Those who haven't seen it inside, I'm not going to read it. We did that last time. This goes back a while. Uh, so we're, no, it actually goes back. No, it's not the last week. <laughs> hey. So, seems like a, it was a long way. So, uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna chazer that a little bit, but sum up the whole thing that we're learning, because it really goes right into, right into page, right into the, into Shlav Gimel. So we're going to go over, because mostly Shlav Aleph is a Chazar of what we were learning in Parak Yud. So it's pretty simple to do that. So we know that a person, each and every one of us, functions on three levels. Machshava, Dibur, and Maisa. Thought, words, and actions. We all function on those three levels. Machshava, Dibur and Maisa. Thought, words, and actions. Of those three ways that we exist, that we function, the most externalized and therefore the most superficial part of ourselves, of course, and the most obvious part of, the, of what we are and who we are and what we do, is the part of Maisa. Our actions, what we do. The Maise is the most bachutz, is the most chitzainiest dick of ourselves, that's Maise. Dibur, on the other hand, Dibur speech, speaking already requires a greater amount of thought, but still, Dibur is also a pnia lachutz. It's also turning outward, it's also speaking to somebody's, somebody else. That means that I'm going beyond myself to someone else. Therefore, Dibur, as, as precious as it is, as important as it is, it too is not necessarily that part of ourselves that's going to lead us to the Ani, to the Ani, which is a Lokai Neshamish and the Bi Tahiri, which is not going to lead us to the Neshamish. Dibur will help a great deal. When a person already has a kesha to the ani, Dibur is a fantastic way of being mechazik, the kesha. But to discover the ani, to enter into the world of the eye of the ani, which is the tachlis of the entire sefer, das atzmacha, that's only when a person uses the koyach ha-machshava. The koyach thinking. Machshava, of course, is that entering into oneself, 
That's Machshava. Which Chazal said that even the Malachim don't know what we're thinking. Even the angels don't know what a person is thinking. Only the Bari Olam knows what a person is thinking, the person himself. And there are many, many thoughts that a person can't even express, let alone act upon. The Machshava of a person is closest to who the person really is. The Machshava. Therefore, the key to opening up, the key to opening up the door to one's neshama lies in strengthening, being mechazik, the world of machshava. And that's exactly what we were talking about last time. And the entire last parak was developing and strengthening the koach of his bainanus, of iyun, of using the mind. And this is not, as, we, as we've emphasized over and over, it does not depend upon how brilliant, how bright, it doesn't depend on IQ or SATs or any other things, any other tests. It's a matter of a person living within oneself as opposed to living outside of oneself. So the Karech HaMachshavah, the Karech HaMachshavah can be strengthened by a number of exercises, a number of ways to strengthen the Karech HaMachshavah. And last week we spoke about the first, the first of those exercises, which is Atzimas Einayim. Again, I'm chazving now, I'm reviewing. At Simas Einayim, closing one's eyes. One of the Chavah pointed out last week, it's so obvious, and I didn't think about it, that even the word At Simas closing the eyes, is the word Etzim. Right? At Simas takes you into the place of the Etzim of who you are. Just At Simas Because the world is that domain, is that Rishus, which is the Rishus Harabim. It's a public domain. And every single time that a person is looking outside of himself, when the eyes are open and they're looking outside and they're paying attention to what's happening outside, obviously that's at the expense of paying attention to what's happening inside of oneself. Therefore, in order to build one's inner world, the most common practice, the simplest, most common practice that helps in building the inner world is using that is using that practice of atzimus einayim of closing one's eyes. We see I didn't mention this last week. <clears throat> we ran out of time, but we see that the Torah, the Torah, the whole Torah ends with la'enei kol yisrael. Just two weeks ago, we read the end of the Torah. We read the end of Zayisav Racha, and the Torah ends with the words la'enei kol yisrael. And it begins with the words, Gracious Baru. In the beginning Hashem created. And everybody knows that, that the end and the beginning is connected. So the Torah ends with La'ene Kol Yisrael, that before the eyes of the Jewish people. And it begins with Gracious Baru. It ends with the Lama, it begins with the base. And all this from talk about the end of a the end, it ends with the Lama, it begins with the base, which is Lev, which is the heart. And Chazal tell us, Ayin Roya, Ha'ayin Roya, Vahalev, Chaymeid. The heart desires what the eyes see. And the tzaddikim have taught that the connection between the end of the Torah, la'enei kol Yisrael, lamed, and beis, gracious brolakim, in the beginning Hashem created, that connection tells us that the heart of a person, the heart of a Jew, and the whole existence of a person, the gracious brolakim, the whole, one's entire existence 
Bar is also a lotion of health. Briut, Brius. Bracious Bara. The Bracious of a person and the Brius of a person and the Tachlis of a person's life, which is to come to that point of serving a Kaddish Baruch with his Neshama. Is the reason why that the end of the Torah is La'enei Kol Yisrael. And the Torah begins with the Bracious of Arlokim. The Lev, the Lamed and the base of Ha'ayin Raya, the Ha'lev Chaymeid, what the eyes see, the heart desires. The eyes of that person who's who's always focused outside of himself, who's looking at others and watching others. So naturally, the chemdes halev, the desire of that person's heart, is connected to things outside of his nisham. And that can become very, very sticky. It can get very dangerous. When a person turns his eyes inward, so the ayin roya and the lev chaymeid is is the eye in Raya, it's the eye in Haruchni, the eye of the spirit that is turned inward to oneself. And the whole tikkun of a person depends on that. That's why we see that at the beginning of the Torah, all of the Nisyanis that are happening at the beginning of the Torah, Nisyanis were the Kayachariya. You saw with Adam and Chava, I spoke about that last week, with Adam and Chava, by the Eitz Adas, Torah, it's Tava Le'inayim, it says in Pasuk, the eyes were drawn to that. And as a result of that, the first chait, the first sin, which is the sherish of every single aveyor that you and I are capable of, Hashem Yerachim, the sherish of all aveyors is that same thing, Ha'ayin Raya. It's Tava Le'inayim, of looking outside of the Ani, of the, of the Neshama, and focusing on the Olam HaGuf, and, and from there, from Parshas Bereshis, then we went to Parshas Noyach. And in Parshas Noyach also, by Parshas Noyach, it's Vayar, Vayar Cham Avi Knanis Ervas Aviv, that Cham looked at the nakedness of his father. Looking at nakedness doesn't just mean to look, God forbid, at the nakedness of the human body. We have, for instance, in Chumash, Ervas Ha'aretz, the nakedness of the land. Looking at something in a shallow, inappropriate way means to see something that's uncovered. To look at something in, an, in that way, Ervas Ha'aretz, to look at the nakedness of something means that you're not seeing something for what it really is. You're not seeing something for what it really is. The, when it says in the Torah that, that it says, Vayar Cham Oviknanis, Ervas Oviv, that Ham, the son of Noach, he saw, he saw the nakedness of his father, and it says, Vayagid l'shnei echov bachutz, and he told his two brothers, bachutz, outside. There is an Indian I was talking about, by Shalashudas, of a person to see another person's faults. You know, there are things that other people are trying to hide, and that they keep covered, because they're embarrassed, or whatever else it might be. And there's a person who always is focused on the erva of another person, on his nakedness and trying to find what's wrong with that person. Benkach or Benkach, we're not going to that now. It was a problem with the eyes. It was once again a problem with the eyes. And Vayagid l'shnei echav bachutz, and he told his two brothers, bachutz. The two brothers turned around. They wouldn't look. It, by, by shame and by yefes, it's ufneihem acheronis. They turned their eyes 
They were Isaac and Atsima Sainai. And because they shut their eyes, they closed their eyes, they were thinking about who their father was. Not the nakedness of their father. Not what shows on the outside. Not uncovering a person's faults. Atsima Sainai means to think about who that person really is. That's my father. That's my father. And Atsima Sainai, we have that with our, we have that with our parents, we have that with our children, that, that sometimes you see something on someone that you love, and it's not so beautiful, and you have to close your eyes to see in that way that's beyond what you see with your eyes. And a person's entire tikkun depends on that. And that's why we spoke about the last Shabbos. That's why Rabbi Nachman Suskana explains that that when a person, God forbid, when a person, God forbid, experiences some pain, especially with some sharp pain, it's the nature of a person to close his eyes when he experiences pain. Because at that moment, the person wants to be able to to close his eyes to the to the ugliness of this world that's causing pain. Because if he stays focused on the world that's responsible for the pain that he's going through, he's going to drown in that experience. Therefore, Rabbi Nachman says it's the nature. It's the nature of a person that when there's pain to close his eyes. And that act of closing one's eyes is the same when a person puts his hand over his eyes to say Krishna. The yichud of Shema, when the person says Krishna, he closes his eyes to be able to come to that place where he knows that it's all good. Because in that place of Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, everything is good. So therefore when a person has pain, he closes his eyes because that Sima Seinayim is, is for the purpose of shutting one's eyes to what's happening outside. Outside, there's a contradiction between God's kindness and what I'm experiencing. Outside, things are bad. And that's a contradiction to the kindness and the love that I know that God feels for me and is showing me. So in order for me to come to, the, to that place of Hashem's toy, to the truth of Hashem's love and to the truth of His kindness, the Atsima Sainayim draws me to the etzim of who I am. In the etzim of who I am, there's no contradiction between what's happening outside and inside. Because in that place, everything is a native. Everything is good. In this world, we look at something that's bad. We say, no, Hashem, we cannot die in hands. Die in hands. Hashem's the true judge. It means it's not good. I don't like it. What am I going to do? Hashem Paschal, I can't do anything about it. And I, and, I, and I believe that Hashem knows what He's doing. But you're still hurt. The closing of the eyes is, to, is, is a way of trying to enter into the place of the Etzem. Through the Etzem, to come to that place of Kriyashma. Kriyashma means to be makabal upon oneself, all Malchus Shamai. And therefore, we also find that the Beis HaMiktish is called Einoi Shal Oila. The Beis HaMiktish is called the Eye of the Universe. It's an interesting loss. And, and, and the whole Indian of going to the Beis HaMiktish is, is Leroy's, Leroy's, Yeroyah, Bahar Hashem, Yeroyah, next week's parasha. To see on the mountain, to be seen on the mountain. What does that mean? And that the Besamekdish, which is on that mountain, is called the Einoi Shal Olam. It means that in that place a person is able, to, is able to close his eyes and to know the truth. More than any other place in the world, it's very, very hard everywhere else in the world. But the Besamekdish is the Einoi Shal Olam. It means it's the whole tachlis of the Bria, which is, which is revealed in that place. The Einoi Shal Olam, the eye, the eye of the world is the Besamekdish. A tzaddik, a tzaddik closes his eyes to the world. That doesn't mean he's not aware of what's happening. Noach knew what was happening. And Noach is tzaddik, tamim haya b'dereis, so that Noach was able to close his eyes to the world. Echad haya avra. 
Avram Avinu was one. Rabbi Nachman explains what does mean Echad Hayavram. Rabbi Nachman says that Echad Hayavram means that Avram didn't look what everybody else was doing. Because the whole world was different from him. And Avram Avinu, as you know, Chazal say that he's called the Ivri. Why? Because the whole world was on one side and he was on the other, the other side. Me'eva. It's so hard. Even when you were the small little Chavri, you're always thinking what the other person's thinking of me. And Avram Avinu was able to close his eyes to the entire world. Because Avram is Bihi Baram. In the Tachlis of creation is the Tikkun Heinayim. That a person should look within himself. And that a person should be focused on that part of who he is, the etzim of who he is, on the Nisham and not on the Guf. Therefore, Avram Avinu, when Avram Avinu, the next, in this Pasha, which now we're holding Vayera, so where is Sarimenu? Ba'ohel. Now, Avram Avinu's wife, Sarimenu, is in the oil in the tent. And I spoke a little bit last week, <clears throat> I'm not going to go into that right now, but the whole Indian is of Tzniyaz, which Tzniyaz, the word Tzniyaz, especially when it comes to the girls, and I'm not talking about the ones who came from later on, they don't have anything against it, they only found out about it later. But the ones who were raised in the, in the schools, and many times they heard talks uh, about Tzniyaz, and, and those talks were, that were just on the Lamaisa, not on the Machshav of what Tzniyaz really is. All they heard was how, uh, the, the sleeves and the skirts and how to dress. So they, they're, they're playing this cat and mouse of the skirt pulling down and then going, pulling it up and pulling it down. And the sleeves and wondering, the teachers and getting caught, not getting caught. Those who, are, who, are, who have an etia towards being, to being firmer, so they don't have such a problem with it. Other people have a big problem. It's the hugeness, yearness, and the whole in its knees, especially when it comes to women, which is, which we're not going to go into right now, but especially when it comes to that, we see already from Chava that that's a big Nisai. Because the, the Nakuda of Tzniyas is not, is not this skirt or that shirt. Of course, that's how it surfaces. But the, the Nakuda HaPnimis of Tzniyas is how a person looks at oneself. If you look at oneself do you look at oneself with the eye facing inward, which is the way of shame and yefes, how they looked, they didn't look at the ervas of vihem, they didn't look at the nakedness. They were focused on the inner world of their father. Or God forbid, a person goes in the way of Cham. And Cham's way is that way of vayar Cham, vayar Cham of Iknan, as ervas of it. As ervas of it. Vayaged l'shnei echav b'chutz. B'chutz. The more that a person builds, the more that a person works on building that life of the neshama, of the ani, of the etzim, of the lakai neshama, shnesatabi, where the person doesn't look at things from the perspective of the guf, but from the perspective of the neshama, to that degree will the person appreciate what sneez is. I'm sorry, man, of being in the oil, what that means. Vihine ba'oil. But what that means, ba'ohel. It's not a matter of, of rules and regulations. That's only the saifdav of how it comes out and the rules and the regulations it needs. When a person is living in the pnimius of what sneez is, and to understand that the whole tikkun comes of withdrawing the eyes within oneself as opposed to being concerned with others seeing you in a certain way, withdrawing attention to oneself. But having eyes that are eyes that are inside as opposed to outside. <clears throat> and that's what we were talking about, the first avoid of atzimas enayim.
So up to page Reish. Himotsus B'chayshech. So after speaking about this practical Eitzah, Eitzah is also the Eitzah of Etzim. After speaking about this practical Eitzah, that a person should, should get into the habit of trying to stop and think at different times and closing one's eyes and not looking outside. So, Shlav Gimel, HaShlav Haba, Yidum Divei Rambam, where the Rambam writes, Shein Adam, the Rambam says that most of the Chachma, most of the Torah that a person learns is at night. Now we're not talking about each person obviously at different times in his life. We're not going into that. If it works better for a person to learn Bashkama. The main thing is, as you'll see, it doesn't have to do with the time. Listen carefully. What's different about the night? So Rav Schwartz explains, or Light, when things are lit up, light is the kerachibur. Light allows one person to connect to another person. Otherwise, a person who's, who's in dark, when people are in darkness, each one is to himself. They can't see each other. So light is always that way of chibur, of connecting. The choyshech hu koyach habedidus. On the other hand, darkness is the koyach of bedidus, of being alone, of loneliness. People have an etiyah to being more lonely at night. Obviously, things are, much, things are lit up much better now than they used to be. But choyshech, darkness, it, by nature, draws a person within himself. When a person is found, when a person is in darkness, he can't be mischaber to someone else. Not only that, he can't read, he can't, he can't see anything. And, and because of that, he's forced, he's forced to take a look within himself. Because everything outside is, is not there. It's a time of heder. The morale, when he speaks about the night, and we know that people also have got to be someone's not well at night. There's no tear for the temperature to go up and tchlila not to be well. Because, as it says in the parasha that's coming up, like chasachta is bincha is yechidcha mimeni. Chasachta is a lashon of choshech, of holding back, of not being able to see, of not having. So Hashem says that Avon Vini is so great, you didn't hold back your child from me. As bin Chiyichid, you didn't hold back. So Chayshech, the Moral always explains, is a time when reality is being held back from us. It's being held away from us. It's a Heder Hametzias. And therefore, a person's health is more, a person's more vulnerable at night. But one doesn't see. And it's not only that you don't see. But there's something less of existence at night. The world exists less. The Moral speaks about the night as being a time of Heder HaMetziyas. Heder HaMetziyas. It's not just that you can't see the Metziyas. The Metziyas is really not as well seen, meaning it doesn't exist on the same level that exists during the day. So the light of the day, by nature, by nature, causes there to be Chiburim. 
connections, one person to another, or you're reading something in a book, you see something that's interesting. In other words, the day is a time when a person's attention naturally drifts outside of himself to the, to the world, to the others that are, who are beyond himself. That's the, that's the nature of Ur. The night is the opposite. Therefore, Rabbi Avram, the son of the Rambam, writes, A lot of people don't know this, that Rabbi Avram, the son of the Rambam, wrote a very, very important sefer. And in that sefer, he talks a great deal about his bodidus. Tremendous amount about his bodidus. In a very clear way. And he says over there, Kasher ha'adam roitzel his boydeh b'soich nafsha. When a person wants to be misboydeh within himself. Legalois his oimek nafshoi to be megala to reveal, to open up the oimek, the depths of his soul. As a koyach ha'ruchani should be by the ruchni that's within himself. Odiv shiyasazois b'matzav leili. It's better to do that at night. We see that also in the parasha. Everything is always in the parasha. We see that the bris ben habesarim, that bris, that bris which was the, which was, and still is, the cherish of our relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, is that bris that Hashem made with Avram Avinu. So the Torah says, Eima chashecha gedoyla nefelosalav, Eima chashecha gedoyla nefelosalav, it was a deep, deep darkness that fell upon Avram Avinu. Because as, as Rabbi Avram and Avram says, the night is a time of his boidus. Legalis is oimek nafshit, akar haruchni shi bekeva odiv shi asas matzav leili, at night, the matzav shalchaishach. Or bayayim, or it could be during the day. Bechedr chashuch v'sogu, in a room that's, that's dark. At night, it's not or in, the, in the darkness of the night, which is of course the natural way of the night. Everything now in the world is mamish, the opposite of this. There's no longer, there's no such thing as the night anymore. Now 24 hours. It's day. Alagula Asida Nema regarding the future redemption it says in Pasik Torakayim Torakar Yaim Cheshkas Laila. Avazeluma Ze Osalakim Shekayam Demha Laila Hofakhlin Aliyaim. By Mashiach and Ruchni there's going to be such a thing that the light of creation is going to return to us. And therefore even the darkest night is going to shine with the light of that truth. So here we are before Mashiach comes. And we don't have any more the night, not because of the light of Mashiach. The night has become day. Esrim shows yom, ad now you have, we're living in a time where stores are open 24 hours. 
as things are busy and everything's happening, and people are communicating and everything is labored. It's not necessary to go into this. Is this is uh, anybody? Everybody knows that this is a tremendous, tremendous change that's happened over the last even the last few years. We feel this, that it's not night anymore. It's very hard. And even though, of course, it's night, but the quiet of of the, of the night, what used to be. I remember that when we were first married. So this goes back uh, around 31 years ago, 32 years ago. So we, we used to go to the mountains. We had a, uh, in a bungalow outside of Monticello, and there was no telephone. No telephone. Now, for, for kids nowadays, they can't be massacred. There was no. I'm not talking about cell phones. There was no telephone. There was there was a payphone in the middle of the place. They were ding-a-ling-a-ling. And if someone was passing by, they would pick up, and then they'd go on there. There was a thing to announce, come. Uh, and then people didn't call later at night because it would bother everybody. No one picked it up anyway. Some people, there were some people that were, that were uh, more uh, advanced, and they had telephones in their bungalow. We didn't have a telephone in the bungalow. That feeling that we taste a little bit on Friday night on Shabbos, that feeling that that there's no way that this is going to be, that there's going to be an interruption, that the night is going to be a night. And it's not going to be violated by the sounds of the day. That's pretty much gone. That's pretty much lost. I'm not even talking about with the emailing and the text messages. One of the Chavah, one of the Chavah, Shalmyana gave me a cartoon he cut out from a newspaper. I have it upstairs. And in this cartoon, there's this guy that he's, uh, he's text, he's all the time with the texting, he's doing. And uh, so it comes on his phone, it says, what you doing? What you doing? So he's texting over there, I'm getting ready to take a shower. And then, and then he's in the shower, and they show his hand outside the shower, and he says, what are you doing now? So he goes, I'm in the shower. Text, I'm in the shower. And then after the shower, so then, still going the whole time texting, he says, what are you doing? I'm getting ready for bed. And he's putting his pajamas, I'm getting ready for bed. He's the whole time. And then, and then when he's, and then he's sleeping, and, his, and you see, it shows it's dark, and he's sleeping. And then he's got the, he's got the thing on, on his chest, and he has his finger on it, and it's pressing Z. Z, 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 Z. <laughs> you know, he's sleeping. Z, 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 Z. But he's texting to his friend. Z, 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 Z. There's no such thing anymore as, as an emiss, a real alayla. Maybe, you know, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, even then. We don't know what that means, what it was like when, 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 it, was, when it would get dark. It would be 9.30, whatever is 9 o'clock, depending on summer, winter, it would get dark. And it was, and it was quiet. It was quiet. And <clears throat> you didn't get calls. You didn't get messages. You didn't have to give. No one thought of such a thing. It wasn't hechatimsa like that. And a person... And a person lived a day that was a busy day and worked hard during the day. And then he had night. And a person lived in such a way. There's no such thing anymore. Even the simplest people, there's no such thing anymore. As from the Abba shows, the stores are open. And now a person doesn't have to even go outside to the store. Doesn't have to go outside. He goes online. Goes on the computer. 24 hours, all the time. He can go on the computer. And when he's on the computer, he can go to all different places. Talk to people and this and that. And it's all 
look at stores and, and go shopping and everything. It's all on the computer. We don't realize what that's costing us. What we're talking about here is the union of, of the etzim, of the ani, of atzimus enam, a person's eyes being closed, even when you're awake, that your eyes should have menucha, that a person should be able to be in, uh, uh, should be able to have time to be inside of himself instead of constantly being outside of oneself. So a person comes home from work and he goes onto the computer. Right, but he's always outside. Everything's outside. So he says, no, 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 I'm, I'm looking at the parasha. I'm doing something Jewish on the computer. So it's better, of course. You can't compare it, but it's still part of not thinking, not being inside. It's just, that's how it is. In truth, the night is a very precious gift that Hashem has given us. During the day, the world is noisy and busy. It's a time, the day is a time when a person is, is running around trying to make a living. He's busy, whatever it is that he's doing. Well, he's going to school, he's in this medrash, whatever else it is. He's working, but it's a, it's a time of being busy. The natural way that Hashem has built this world, the way that he made the world. Hashem made the world. That the day is noisy and the night is quiet. That's how he built the world. That the day should be busy. And each person should be busy, should be occupied with good things. And that the night should be quiet. Shekhet. That's how Hashem's Baruch made the world. Hashem gave us this amazing kli of the night. This instrument, this kli of the night, to use for the right purpose, the shimush pnimi, for it, the, the deeper use of the night is what? Tachlisai, legales is kayach, To reveal within oneself that kayach of his kashus, of being able to be miskashu to the deeper reality of myself, of, of, of my life, and so on. Which at the night, in the darkness, this is much more easy to see than during the day. And all of this, why? Because light connects, it's like glue. Light connects a person to everything else that exists outside of oneself. Mechaba Aisana Lumitsiyas to the Mitsiyas. Lumazais, on the other hand, Halaila is just the opposite. The night is Mivaidaid Aisana. The night separates and distinguishes you from everything that exists. This I, I, I always find this time of year when the, and especially when we change the clock, it's my it, I love this time of the year. It's my, I don't say my favorite season of the year. I'm not saying favorite times. Obviously, we have Yom Taifun, but I love this time of the year. And I, I always loved it, even when I was little, and especially when the children were growing up, because I always felt 
just on the simplest level, that that um, when it's the summer, when it's the summer, so and the, and, and it's light until whatever, 7.30, 8 o'clock, and the children, everybody's like running around outside playing, this kid is here, this kid is there. It, it's like an extension of the day. And, and because of that, everybody's busy with their vinyanim and, and, and running around and doing stuff. And once it comes to this time of the year, when it gets dark early and it starts to get cold, then the children come in earlier and the night's longer. The night's longer. And because of the longer night, there's more of a feeling of, not just coziness, a feeling of insideness as opposed to outsideness. That's what the night brings, a feeling of being inside. A feeling of being inside when we, before we were born, when it was dark and quiet inside. And when a person is in the mikveh, when a person is saying Kriyushma, being, being in that place inside, this time of the year, that's why the learning of this time of the year, the avoid of this time of the year, the esbordus of this time of the year, especially now we have an ibiyot, and it's a, a long winter. This, it's, it's a tremendous, tremendous time for avoidus pnim. Not just for the children to come back home, but for ourselves to come back inside, to come inside as opposed to being outside. But, if, but, but again, if, if inside means more computers and more texting and more things, then you're not really inside. It's not really being inside. But if, it's able, if a person is able to have inside with it, even, even if the kids, even if it's just quietly reading or playing, and a husband or wife, they don't have anything with the phones or anything, any, any with the emails and just to sit and to, 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 even if they're not talking, just to sit quietly and to be a family. It's, it's, it seems so posh. I remember as a child, my father worked very late hours. He came home very late. I mean, I was, it, was, it was like a quarter to eight. Eight, I remember, that's when he would come home. And maybe now that's not considered to be late. But, but in those days, I think, you know, he was a businessman. He wasn't a, he wasn't a, a lawyer or anything like that. He was, he was at the store. And he came home and was late. I remember the chiz that I had just that, that, that time at night. My father would, would be looking at a safer or would be looking at a newspaper and my mother, my mother would be, I know it sounds like uh, from an old, but my mother would be, would be uh, knitting something. And, and of course I wanted to go to, you know, I wanted to go to the end of the, but I, but as a, I can remember the chiyas that I had as a child, just being in that matzav of home and quiet. And, and I don't know that the children these days are, are, I, I'm afraid that they're losing this to a great extent. I'm not sure they still have it. It's not so precious anymore. That which was very, very obvious. And, and if I was downstairs watching the television, and it was already, it was already uh, beyond the, uh, the time that I was supposed to, so my father just came downstairs and he shut it off. And that was it. And then it was dark. <laughs> and, and he would walk out, and he would go upstairs, and then I would go upstairs. And I, that meant no more. It's finished. And uh, it didn't make a difference if it was the sixth inning or the ninth inning. Just... Off. There was no remote control. My father would go and go, ding. And it was done. No more. Daddy is the ninth inning. It didn't even deserve an answer. My father just walked, <laughs> just walked upstairs. It's enough. But there was not, what are we doing? It's like there's no program. It's nine o'clock at night. There's no program upstairs. I have you over here. There's something doing. 
to my father, it's called the program of being alive, of living. And living means sitting in the room, just sitting in the room. <clears throat> I'm reading. You could read something. You want to talk about something. It's 9 o'clock at night. 9.30 at night, 9.15 that time. And that was it. It was just a natural way. That's how we lived. Of course, when we got older and teenagers, and then, uh, this, it wasn't so possible for my father to keep us in anymore. And then we started to drive. Already was a whole different parasha. The first friend started to drive. And ever since then, it's been downhill, you know, just as far as that's concerned. <clears throat> it's a mystery to preserve, to preserve that special feeling of the hisbaidus within a family being misbaided from the rest of the world. Being, being a husband, wife, children, being a family. So now people tell me if they're able to have a supper together, it's a big chiddush. And if they're able to turn off the phone for a half hour, someone suddenly turns off the phone, you know, it doesn't take anything. So he does, he feels it, it's buzzing. He puts it on to the other thing, he doesn't, he doesn't pick it up, but it's buzzing. But that's already a kill class that you can't have anything like that. You have anything. That a person should be able to be misbroided. I'm not even talking about his brother, this just but with the family, there should be a family. To have a hergish of a family, what that means. So he explains that what does the night do? Darkness. Darkness sets you in your place. Like it says by, the, by, by Mitzrayim. Like come each time that nobody was able to move. By Mitzrayim, right? In the darkness, and the plague of darkness. So like come each time, no one is able to move. Because the nature of darkness is, light allows everything to go from here to there, from me to you. That's what, it's, it's all to, be, to make connections. That's what light is. It's good. But that's all it's about. The nature of darkness is just the opposite. Darkness is, is that which is mamid kol echad It puts you, it keeps you in that place. It's, it separates you and keeps you in that place. And you're there with yourself. When a person's in a room that's totally dark, obviously he's afraid to move, especially if he's unfamiliar with the room, He's afraid to move around. Shema yitokel bedvarma. He's afraid he's going to knock into something. Therefore, he stays put. He stays put. And he's left with only one person. That's himself. Not only physically that he's by himself. It's the nature of the night to open up to oneself, to reveal within oneself that karach of bedidus that we've been learning throughout the Sefer of Levad, of bedidus, of being by oneself. And in a certain way, as a people, we're not talking now really about the whole Indian of Klai, so we're going to talk more about that in Yitzhak As a people, what the Torah says, Am levadad yishkain, vagoyim leyishchashav, the truth is that the choshech of this world, of that to a large extent, the darkness of the experience of the Jewish people in this world, the difficulties that we've experienced, has caused us to depend on each other, on, that we live a life within, within 
our, amongst ourselves within our community. The world hasn't allowed us in. When the world did allow us in, when the world began to allow us in, when light began to filter through the walls of the windows of the ghetto, and the walls began to break down, the walls of the ghetto began to break down, that was a wonderful thing. Jews were able to live and to breathe and to be free, but at the same time, at the same time, many, many began to look way beyond the community, way beyond the Jewish people, and they began to look for things outside of ourselves. Whether we want to or not, the world has, has placed us in ghettos. The world has built walls around us. And because of that, the world has forced us into a dark corner. And in that dark corner, I mean historically, now it's not the same, but the world has forced, forced us into a dark corner. And in that dark corner, we've found ourselves and we found each other. As much as it's hurt, but that's what we've experienced. Because that's the nature of night. That's the way of darkness. I'm sure that many of you read, I spoke about it last year, that read Elie Wiesel's book, Night. And, and he often describes that as the, as the longest night, that, on, that night of those years. And, and as, as horrible as it was that none of us could imagine, after all we've read and all that we've heard, we can't imagine what it was to be five minutes in such a place, in such a life. But those people that somehow survived became, that survived, they were either, many people were, were ruined by it, but other people became very, very great people from that, from that long night of those years. I'm wondering what's going to be with, this, with these guys that were, that were buried over there, the, the, the uh, 33 that were buried under, uh, under the uh, Gal Shalavonim. There was 33 guys. There was a, a Gal Shalavonim. They were buried there. So what's going to be? I mean, <clears throat> and I said to my wife, we were talking about this, and I said that it could be that these people have a hechatim, so to become, they have a choice now. They're going to be, they're going to have a choice between becoming anoshim pnimian, more pnimiyazdika people. Oh, they're my dragon. We're not, we're not talking here. We understand about the, we're not talking about the Kotsky. So, but they have a choice of becoming people who are more real than they've ever been. That could cause a lot of problems also. More real. Or they could just go with the media thing and, and, and get out there and sign deals. And or First, they have to teach them how to write. And then they'll, and then they'll sign deals on, on, on different things. And they'll go out there and they'll become part of the world that they never were able to because they couldn't afford it. It's an interesting, it'll be an interesting thing to see what happens to these people. They were, they were not anything like our parents or grandparents or anything like that that they experienced, but they went through a hard time being They sat in that place of Especially what I read was the first two weeks was Gefela. They didn't know, they didn't know that they were ever going to be found. At any minute the place could fall on them. So those two weeks, what it means to live like that, it's not so simple. So probably they grew up over there. They were talking. Uh, they were talking. It would be interesting to hear. They were talking Dvarmtnimian on their level and emistika things that they were thinking about and talking about because that's what a person when you're in Choshech, when you're in that darkness and you're out of contact with the outside world because here they were with each other, but they were out of contact with the world. So you begin to think about real things. You talk about things that are true, things that are important. Not that we wish on anybody should be like that, but. But that's, that's what happens. That's the nature of, 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 of the night, of Choshech. Hemadnu, 
Hermadnu im Kain, Arba Chalokim Hanitzrochim Laodem Bechdeli Konis Latach Atzmai. So we're talking about four practical, four practical um, parts that are needed, or four practical things that are needed for a person, just simple, to come into the uh, into the world of the Ani Leikonis Latach Atzmai. Aleph. Yeshiva bibdidus, Eicha Yashva Bada, Yeshiva bibdidus, being by yourself, sitting by yourself. By yourself means without any communication, sitting by yourself, being by yourself entirely, without any hechetimsa of something coming on or going off. Bididus. That's Allah. Beis, Machshavi Iyunis Ma'amika. Not just sitting there like a like a dummy, but using that as an opportunity. You're by yourself. It's quiet. There's no boss here. There's no workers here. There's nobody here. It's just you. Using that as an opportunity, to think deeply. Gimel, closing one's eyes is a tremendous help in this avayda. Closing one's eyes, and four, himotsus b'choshech, being in a dark place, being in darkness, which atzimus and I can help with that, but it's much more powerful when a person is in in choshech. Now we understand what the Rambam says: the kinyan, the the ability of a person to acquire chachma. The Rambam says is belayla, and I said back then. It doesn't mean a davka has to be at a certain time, this time of night. You can get up, you can get up early in the morning, Bahashkama. It's plenty dark when you get up at 4, 35 o'clock. It's dark still. If you, you, have, you have a good hour and a half, it's dark. And sometimes two hours where it's, where it's dark. I'm wondering what it must be like in these places, like with the South Pole and North Pole. Where there they have, I think, six months, I think, to have light and six months darkness. I know they made all kinds of studies about it. I never read any. But they made studies about, like, what goes on. I mean, I don't know how many people live in these places. It's very cold. I don't know how many people live there. But it would be interesting, like, what's it like? And the person goes six months where it's light and six months where it's mamish dark. And, and I, I don't know what, what effect it has on a person. That Shemesh Baruch made such an interesting place in, these, in the world, that there's such a place that it's like that the whole time. And for months and months, it's light. And then afterwards, for months and months, you're sitting in Chayshach. I don't know why Hashem made such a thing. But anyway, they, you know, Yidin don't go to these places. I don't know. It's not a place where, where, where other Mauritians never have Mincha in any of these places, you understand. I don't know what's over there. But, but it's it, it, that Hashem made a Mitzis like that, of Or and Chayshach, for so many months at a time. What that is. But, so the Kenyan of Chachmah, the Ram's talking about, Rav Chachmah says, Delilah, and the Raman writes that the Kesser of Torah, the crown of becoming great in Torah, is only a person who gives up his nights. For one person, it might be getting up earlier. For another person, it's staying up later. Everybody's different. But the Ikir, what the Raman is talking about, is not the hour on the watch. The Ikir, what the Raman is talking about, when, when a person is able to have undisturbed, quiet, when he's by himself, separated from the entire world. That's what the Raman is talking about. Then you could acquire Chachma. That's the way to acquire Chachma. Kamuvan Sheena Kavana Kol Hayom Liyaz Bechayshech. Rav Schwartz knows that there might be some unstable people reading the Sefer. 
we might be amongst them. And he says that naturally, I'm not saying that it's suggesting that you sit the whole day in darkness. You know, that any of you uh, should have your, your mother or your wife banging on the door, what's, that, what's going on over there, what's going on? <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, to set aside time and, and not to make a spectacle of oneself, not to draw attention to oneself. Nobody has to know this. It's not in that, oh, you wouldn't believe I just was sitting, I had his bargus and chayshech. This is not, once you talk about it, it means the whole thing was only bachutz. The second you tell anybody about your bargus, about your chayshech, the second you talk about it, it's shiny. It's not anymore. Then what is it? Then the whole thing was chitzayimus. If anybody knows about it, then the whole thing is already bachutz. Pnimi means that no one else in the world knows about it. Only you know about it. No one else knows. The second that it becomes, it, 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 you know, that uh, you put it on, on, on only simchas, and there's a picture of you in, the, in a dark room, and only simchas. I just, the other, the, my, my daughter said she was watching, someone had a baby, she said that this, that she saw the baby on the computer. Now, I know that baby was not more than two or three hours old, because I know when the baby was born, because I, I spoke to the father, and the baby was maybe two, three hours, and it was, this baby was already a movie star. Even Shirley Temple was four years old before she became famous. This baby was on the was on the on the computer. Uh, 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 it was it was two three hours in the computer. So there's no there's no you don't send to your friends a picture of yourself in his bite of this, you know, or walking in the forest someplace. That's the, the, or, or the advertising. Try his bite of this. This is Gavaldi, what it did for me, and they show a picture of you in his bite of this. And the, <clears throat> the whole, that's right away. The whole thing is stam. It's bechutz. It's all because no one in the world knows about it. Known in the world. Even when it comes to the husband and wife, the person has to be smart with these things. How one does this. That it should be pnimi, that it should be within oneself. Kedaz Hashem will continue next.